0: Oh, we're live. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot how quick that is. And we're live. We are live. What up? Large are live, fellers.
1: We are live. Hello. Live
0: all over the place. If you guys missed us last week, uh, it, last week's episode will be up on YouTube at some point. We were live on Twitch. You know, we got to fuck around every week with things. Things can't ever be uh, smooth. You know what I mean? Let's see. There's the live link on the YouTubes. Let's check the Twitch. There's the live link on the Twitches. Well, let's check the Facebook. There is the live link on the Facebook. Noise. Noise. I got to come up with a better description, but I'll do it another time. What's up, fellas? We have our names on the screens. So people know who's talking. Mm-hmm. I got my G Gen train wreck shirt going. We had a couple, th- not a lot to talk about this week. You- not a lot to talk about this week. Carmine's distracted. I'm not. I, I don't know what he was going. I'm on sending right out
2: here. the link to the Twitch right now. So I mean, I mean, um, I mean, do you not want me to me to promote? I'm sorry. You no,
1: want- had a lot of people in there. You had a lot of people.
2: We got three people. Do you in not
1: want room. him to do his job. Right. <laughs> you got one job.
0: So Jesus. while we're waiting, while Carmine's doing his thing, uh, did you guys see the picture of my my computer that I sent? The beast. No. Yes. I sent it a little earlier today in the Facebook chat. It's an I old machine. I built it in 2013. But, uh, you know, I built that thing the last. So hopefully it'll uh, do its job when I'm ready to go.
2: We got a couple of, uh, I'll
0: get, looking, give it a few more minutes I'm before looking, we uh, I'm start talking about it.
2: Clean the car radar right out, get the pull start ready on it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I got to, you know, crank it up to
1: power it up. Maybe <laughs> leave it in the sun for a little bit for some solar power. I'm looking. I'm looking. Where is the picture? I don't see it. You didn't get it? I got it.
0: I'll have to resend again. I mean, I could just share it on screen. Let me just share it on the screen. Do I have a picture here? I don't even know if I have the picture here. Let's see. Let's go to photos.
1: Oh, I see it. I see it. Yeah. 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 It's a monster. You got, that was you a got monster got GPUs in
0: there? Just so that people can see. I'm just going to share it anyway. Because, you know. Look at this cares. guy. Photos. You got a dual GPU. What the hell kind of All picture right, is that? That's not the picture. What the fuck, man. Remove the picture. Uh, why didn't it show? Why didn't it show? Let's fix the kinks while we're at it. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> what train wreck there. is in full effect.
0: Voice always, man. Here we go. That's that more like
1: it. Train goes off the track. Pick no, that's up, not the right screen. Pick it up. Pick uh, it up.
0: Boom! There it is.
2: There it is. That bad boy. Nice. Say hey, the buddy, first Sean. ever being able to see into a computer computer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is old school shit my buddy. See how dusty it is on the top? My buddy's <laughs> showing how we build this back in the day. I mean, listen, I was able to play No Man's Sky, which is, you know, I guess you can consider it a fairly recent game without problems. So, uh, it should work for some of the indie games that we want to play.
1: I think you'll be fine.
0: I hope I hope there's another. You uh, you probably just
1: need like a a cheap memory upgrade and you'll be good to go.
0: Yeah. I want to say I put four gigs in there
1: of RAM, um, which nowadays it's old. You need at least 16, and they're fairly cheap now. So, yeah. Just deal. When we're done with all this, send me uh, your motherboard um, model. Yeah. I I got to plug it in
0: and get to all that information because I don't have it written down anywhere and I ain't opening it up to find out.
1: I'll try to find you cheap upgrades and you'll be good.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess the thing I'm trying to avoid is I don't want to spend a ridiculous amount of money. Uh, yeah, you won't it, have so. to. But anyway, any who's Any who's oh, Back to the show. That was a, a riveting really
2: discussion. Really discussion for our listeners.
0: Well, I mean, we're, we're waiting for people to come in and talk about some of the better things that are out there. Uh, real quick, before we jump into the reviews, because we uh, got a couple things, not a lot to talk about this week. Not a ton of announcements. Um, I know the Oscars just happened. Did you guys watch or did you guys- watch the, of of really,
1: the highlights? I, really, I refuse
0: to watch the whole show because it's always just nonsense and all this, like yeah. You know, people getting mad that somebody won just because they think that they're Nep- Nepo babies and all that stuff. It's just it annoys me. Um, but everything everywhere all at once dominated in the Oscar race, all kinds of awards. I love that movie. To be honest, as
2: it should have, it was an amazing movie. It was an
1: excellent movie. It's. I wanted Top Gun to win. I'm actually surprised Top Gun did
0: perform better, but it was up against some stiff competition.
2: Yeah, but as, as good as Top Gun was, it wasn't. It wasn't an Oscar movie. You know what I'm saying? Like Oscar movies are very specific types of movies that stand out. You know, I guess Um, I'm
0: not listen. I'm not against it, but uh, I would I would argue I love I love
2: Top Gun. It's it's
0: I would argue that that for visuals for cinematography and for um some of the special effects um or stunt choreography and all that stuff, uh, Top Gun should have been nominated. Yeah, for ones those categories definitely.
2: Um, Um, Although there's no stunt stunt You're going up against visuals was problematic because you're going up against Avatar. You know,
0: Avatar. You're going against Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah,
2: I mean, you're going yeah. against some monster movies. So, even the visuals
0: yeah. and everything, everywhere, all at once, were ridiculous. I mean, the
2: only the you only know. thing good about Avatar was visuals.
0: Yes, that's the always,
2: you know absolute facts.
0: Um, yeah. but uh, I, the, the whole conversation well, we're going to talk Angela about Angela the, Bassett, the
2: what? Yeah, we were just gonna say we're going to talk about the Angela Bassett thing.
0: Yeah, that's the viral moment, right? Angela Bassett upset that she didn't win. I mean, I get being upset that uh you see didn't, you know didn't what though?
2: i haven't seen her being upset that she didn't win i've seen people upset for her that she didn't win
1: yeah
0: right like so there, every so. every every uh viral title is angela bassett doesn't hide her disappointment when you watch the clip though i mean she you know she's just kind of neutral you know what i mean she's not yeah ex- ecstatic that someone else won but she's also
2: not like angry that someone else won yeah a funny way I to mean, put like- it
0: right they're trying to make it a huge thing
2: yeah, they're trying to make it bigger than it actually is. It's more like other people upset for her that she didn't win, and I get I get where they're coming from because, in my personal opinion, Angela Bassett's performance was far better than Jamie Lee Curtis's performance in Everything Always. In fact, the other the other girl in Everything Always, I think, was a better supporting actress performance than Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, what's her name? Huao Cho? or something along
0: those lines. Uh, I can't pronounce it, so I'm not going to try.
2: Yeah, I'm probably butchered that. Um, But I think that her performance in Everything Always was better than Jamie Lee Curtis's performance also. So if you wanted to put that performance up against Angela Bassett's, that's a different question. But I do feel that Angela Bassett did get slightly snubbed here. But I understand that this is more of a tradition in the Oscars of giving an Oscar... To an aging actor or actress that hasn't won one yet, right? That that deserves one for probably other work that she's done and has been snubbed before, and they gave it to Jamie Lee Curtis in this one. You know, it's like it's like DiCaprio winning for what? What did he win for? That was like uh, a Revenant, right? And De Niro winning for like uh, Pacino winning for *Scent of a Woman*. Right when he yeah, got snubbed right. at like, every other... after
0: so many years. This, this is why yeah, Scorsese I, I, finally I won for like
2: the departed, even though every other Scorsese movie was probably better than right. you know what I'm saying. Like, right, no, mm-hmm.
0: so, but this is why I shake my head when people are like, Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis only won because she's a Nepo baby and all that stuff. Like, and Angela Bassett like, deserved it. Like, what you snubbed her, Leo DiCaprio didn't win uh, an Academy Award for or an Oscar, I mean, for I don't even remember how many movies for a long time. He wow. yes. deserved it for multiple roles. And
2: Absolutely, demuted. you know. Absolutely. I mean, it's not just one of, one of the
1: revenue wasn't roles. the movie he should have won for. One no, it was. No, DiCaprio won for. is uh now what is it? Now you see me or something? like No, no, no.
0: Catch me if you, you can. Can't catch
1: catch me if you can. Yeah, it's a phenomenal I, movie. I, He's bro, great. In that movie. I loved his acting in that movie.
0: He's great in that movie, and he got snubbed yeah. for it over and over again. So, I mean, if yeah. we're talking about snubs. Like, we can't just keep this narrative that it's because people are people of
2: color and all that nah, stuff. I mean, like, listen, Scorchese you know? got snubbed for years. Pacino got snubbed for years. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's happened right. to plenty of plenty of people before. Right. Um, I feel that this was more along the lines of finally, like, this is the comeback year. You gave one to Brendan Fraser. You gave one to uh, Short Round. You gave, you know, now you give one to Jamie Lee Curtis, too. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. They like, all made comebacks, you know. In right, their in nice. their careers and everything like that, um, and, and it's it for the overall narrative of the Oscars, it's probably the better choice. I don't know how much. Sorry, we we're going to say that.
0: No, no go ahead. Say the, the other uh, big story from the Oscars is uh, again a storyline that's trying to be blown out of proportion is The Rock. Did you guys hear him uh, during the interview that he gave?
2: No, no I don't Basically, uh, he,
0: he, I think it was on the red carpet before the Oscars started. Uh, he, a reporter asked him how he felt about Henry Cavill. Basically, him announcing Henry Cavill was going to be Superman again. Henry Cavill having the cameo. Then a week later, Henry Cavill was fired basically from the DCU. And you could tell that he didn't really expect that question. And he stops and just kind of goes like, uh, you know, the best we could do is you know, try our best, essentially, you know, the fans liked it, the critics didn't, and it's like a NFL team when when the quarterback wins championships, the coach wins championships, but then a new owner comes in and is like, nope, we're going with two different guys, that's just kind of how you got to deal with it, and then he, you know, kind of moved off from that question. It was a good answer, but, like, yeah. it wasn't such a giant moment in the entire Oscars, and yet I see it everywhere. You know, The Rock compares Henry Cavill and him to yeah, football any- players.
2: I'm like, Anytime <laughs> I see The Rock compares or The Rock says, I'm over it. I don't even. The I don't says, even read the, yeah, yeah. I don't even. I don't even listen to the article or read the article it's, or anything. It says a lot when those it, are it's, two big stories. It's, bro, it's
1: it's really crazy. In like, I guess, the public eye, how far The Rock has fallen.
0: It, it's so quickly. Like you know what
1: I mean. He's he's still obviously still a a mega star as far as you know movies go, or whatever, but. Um, like the perception of him and like just the way people feel about him, uh he's really
2: went down quite a few levels. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, like so his, quickly. Yeah, I, I mean listen, he's he's made a he's had a few setbacks in that area recently. Um and I I think it's just more along the lines of like you can only try and please everybody for so long. Until eventually you can't please anybody anymore. You know what I mean? And that's what he did for so long. Like after he got out of wrestling, he, he, he went on this like full change of his persona and tried to just constantly please everybody, trying to always say the right thing and right. trying to like play into that. Always like, like woke politics. Guy. Yeah. Always be the happy guy. Like always playing into that, like woke politics, almost a little bit too much yeah. to the point where like, eventually that snake just eats itself. Right. Right. And that's where that's where he's at now. Um do you guys yeah. think that with the Angela Bassett thing that the MCU uh theory is in full effect with the Oscars? What theory? What is that? That that they snubbed her because it's an MCU movie?
0: Uh I believe I so. mean it's possible. I believe it's so. very Thanks, Fred, possible for because I was trying to figure out how to do it. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> I, yeah do I got it. it. Um
1: it's very possible because MCU doesn't win anything other than like
0: Yeah, and, and the people uh, who are voting don't like visuals comic books. or
1: something. It's like
2: Yeah, but I mean I just don't that,
1: get it. Like see, now the point, people that are voting don't like
2: comic it, book movies. Stu- I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. No make a superhero category.
0: Make-
1: just make a superhero category.
0: Right. Make it make it appease everybody. Fans. Right now, the Oscars, the viewers for the Oscars goes down every year. I mean, people are just not mm-hmm. watching it. The show is boring. I mean, this year yeah. is probably better than last year. Because, and last year, I had the Will Smith slap. So, like, that was what was memorable. This year, you did have a lot of uh, surprise winners with everything everywhere all at once, like dominating. But, like... If you make a superhero category, you're going to bring an entire crowd of people who want—or not even one superhero category, honestly—make an entire separate set of categories for just superhero movies. Then you're going to have a whole bunch of fans that don't probably watch the Oscars, finally coming to watch the Oscars, and they deserve it. I don't care what anyone says. I mean, the performances in those in the comic book movies, the visuals—like, there's a lot that goes into it. And to try and you know what they should do is
1: nuts. You know what they should do, and I feel like they would. It, w- it would be a gold mine, and maybe we should somehow do this, but it'll, it would take millions of dollars. Make a superhero uh, award show. You know how, like, I would so, love that, dude. Jeff Keeley. there was no game award show, there was no game awards, right? Uh, right. You would see, right. oh, th- this game won Game of the Year because it was voted on in Game Informer or whatever it was, right? IGN declared this game of the year some random source, right? But if you take somebody who's just diehard comics, comic movies, whatever and has the capital to do it, you can create essentially your own award show and then break down those into subcategories of random things like you know fighting style yeah. uh costume wh- like, whatever com- most like, comic
0: accurate costume or most comic yeah. accurate yeah.
1: like you could do so many things and yeah, that's how the, the razzies TV were shows. too 100%. yeah like yeah. In- include the tv shows. so it's not just about movies it's about everything because there's hbo max there's netflix there, there- there's er- they're everywhere so yeah why? Why not? Now's
0: you know? the time, right? Now's the time because I think that people would definitely be interested in that, and I guarantee you'd be more interested in that in some of the other award shows we get. Yeah, you
1: know?
2: yeah. I mean, like, listen, the Oscars are always for very, very specific movies, like yeah. we so they, yeah, they're, whale, they're always
0: like the whale. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, you know what the, everything
2: always in, in Bruges, whatever that Colin Farrell movie was, like those really artsy, like art house type movies. Um. You know the superhero genre doesn't really fit into that.
0: It's true. It's not. It's not. You're not yeah. wrong. It
1: should though, because a movie's a movie at the end of the day.
2: Uh, Listen, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I 100% agree. I, I agree with that, but there's a difference between, um, something like Whiplash, and, uh, something like you know, uh, like Ant Man, Quantumania. Like, it's a different. It's a different thing altogether. I, it's I a different disagree. thing.
1: But an actor is performing the same no matter what role right. it is. They're 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 just yeah. delivering a performance. And if they do a bang-up job, and it's better than the other um, uh, nominees, just because it's a Marvel movie or a DC movie.
2: Well, all right, the, so to so go with that, do you, think, do you think that... Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question here. Do you think that any comic book movie this last year... Any actor in any comic movie, movie was a better performance than Brendan Fraser in the Will. Because I'll I mean, guarantee a, you it uh, was
0: as a lead actor? No.
2: Yeah. I mean Angela
0: Bassett definitely uh, dominated, but she wasn't the lead actress, so I guess uh right. You know, yeah. I mean so there's a there's, a one, you know, there's an there's argument no for, for an Angela
2: Bassett. There's an argument for Angela Bassett, right? But the any sure he lead was actor, great though in, in Wakanda Forever. I mean agreed, agree. That I would go on the she best Brendan Fraser, Who won Best Actress? Best
0: actress went to uh, was it Michelle Yeoh?
2: Michelle no. Yeoh, yeah, it was yeah, Michelle Yeoh. it did. It went to Michelle Yeoh. So, was was her performance better than Michelle Yeoh's performance? No. Michelle Yeoh was just phenomenal, yeah,
1: yeah. But you know what? This is what she I'm talking sh- about. Should have been nominated, though. She should have been. been nominated. Then you can then you can I'll broach the conversation Look, I'll, and actually vote on it.
2: I'll agree with you. She should have been nominated, but at the end of the day, her performance just wasn't better than Michelle Yeoh's performance, right?
1: Yeah,
0: like I mean, listen, I'm, I'm not arguing with you, I agree, but uh. I I agree with Fred. Maybe maybe expand the nominees so there's there's more room.
2: Per category. I think there should be a space for them. I I absolutely think there should be a space for them. But I kind of want the movies themselves to start stepping up their game to be on par with the Oscar movies, right? Like we've seen in a couple of times.
0: People are ready for that. I
2: mean, Eternals tried, although it wasn't the great movie. It's happened. It's happened though. So, Joker Dark was nominated Knight. for best picture. Joker. Yeah. Heath Ledger was nominated for for best actor. Apparently, it's just you Joker. Know, Joker does it. night. Dark Knight and uh, and uh, the Joker movie. Uh, yeah. Apparently, it's just the Joker. But you you there are standouts. Yeah, there are standouts in the in this genre that have been able to step up. So, I think I
0: would, I would argue that Endgame definitely should have been.
2: Endgame should have been nominated for way more. I mean, there were so many actors well, in that, but like yeah, they, everyone
0: yeah. was killing it in that movie. Infinity War in and Endgame yeah. particular yeah. should have been in there. Someone should have been in that conversation. You know but who? Between, uh, well, one
2: uh, that should Scott have been up Widow, for Best Jeremy Picture Renner. at the very least. Yeah, yeah. At the very least, should have been up for Best Picture. It's hard to knock nail down like a a, a lead actor in Endgame. Right. Because, so like, many, it's right, between right. it's between Cap and, and, and Tony, right? Like, it's yeah, between yeah. Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. So it's hard to like nail down Even which poor, one's the lead at actor.
1: Point, but he wasn't in it as long Yeah. Ago.
2: But I mean, at the end of the day, like, that should be that should have been nominated for Best Picture.
0: Yeah. But speaking of Best Picture,
2: let's uh, go on to another movie that uh, came out. Oh, there's not wait, much before, out. before we jump off onto that, did anybody see Chris Rock's new comedy special? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm going, yes I'm
0: going. Yes sir.
2: The last, the last eight minutes of that. I mean, Fred, if Good you're gonna do a him. reaction, just do it to the last gonna... eight minutes of it.
0: But you, so you haven't seen? It's all the said Will said Smith
1: that? stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, ha- yeah.
0: Have you seen Fred? What he said? Have you heard it or no?
1: No, I, I got to do the reaction for it.
0: Oh man! Well, all right, mute, mute yourself. If you could talk. I'll, I'll just go like this. Yeah, yeah. dude, the, right. I was so happy. I was so happy good for him and anyone who says that oh you know it's been a year why is he talking about it, whatever screw you he was slapped in the face by a grown-ass man while he was working <laughs> he deserved to talk about it and i'm glad he absolutely did. and i'm glad he waited as long as he did to really prepared
2: material i thought it was good stuff he's it, you know been working on that on that he's been working on that all right. year
0: it wasn't you know? the funniest like section of his whole of the stand-up but You could. It definitely was cathartic, and he deserved to be able to kind of say his piece and get his side of it. And so, you know, I loved it. I was, I was, I wanted him to go harder. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was like, every time he said punchline, I was like, yes, give me more.
2: It was actually really smart the way he, his cadence of it, and the way he talked about it because he was basically calling will smith a bitch without calling will smith a bitch right for about he was like, minutes everybody minutes. knew this bitch was a bitch everybody his wife thought he was a bitch his son thought he was a bitch his mother thought he was a bitch yeah <laughs> yeah
0: no it was it was worth it was oh. excellent it was so so good and i'm glad i'm glad he did it i'm glad netflix gave him the platform to put it out there and don't uh, you know anyone who says he shouldn't have done it i think is just being ridiculous and sensitive will smith you know, he you can't just forgive and forget with something like that. He tried to embarrass a guy on, on national TV. So While he's working. So no,
2: absolutely, absolutely. not. Absolutely. I'm not and when no, he brought up I, I, love, about, I used to love
0: Will Smith, but like no, screw it.
2: And when he brought up the stuff about concussion and Jada wanted him to quit the Oscars the year before, yeah. When we, they were doing the Oscars so 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 white or whatever. Um Yeah, because she was the star and that, that was amazing, absolutely amazing. Kudos to Chris Rock. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fred. Come back. Come back in, buddy. Yep. So anyway, Chris Yo, you're Rock probably going do it again him.
1: though when you start talking yeah. the other thing.
0: <laughs> uh, Scream Six. Are you gonna watch Scream Six? I want to jump into that one.
1: I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I still have so, to watch Scream Five though. Well, we got to go it, full it's spoilers, connected, isn't it?
0: It is. Uh, Scream it Five. Is. I will say my yeah. opinion on Scream Five is that it's it's okay. It's better than four, but it wasn't that great. And my quick like review opinion of Scream Six was that it was awesome. I loved it so much from beginning to end. I really thought it was like kind of a more of a return to form than the last few movies for the screen franchise. Um, yeah, what do you think,
2: Carmine? Um, I thought overall or Zuplex. I see. I. I I actually really liked stream five because I thought it was something a little bit different. I didn't hate, it. I didn't
0: hate it. It just no. wasn't, oh. you know, yeah,
2: no, I hear I you. Know. I hear you. It was like a little too um, cheesy.
0: I felt like, and this one I thought leaned into the cheese, which made it way more. It definitely leaned
2: into the cheese oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. bringing back certain characters and doing the whole New York city was a good, a good backdrop. And they the used screen. it really well. And they used it really, really well. I was very impressed with that, how they used New York that's City. That's the one
1: thing I'm super excited about this film is seeing Ghostface in New York City because it, it, it's like it's like Christmas for him. I would imagine <laughs> the way yeah, they do and- it.
0: So, like this one in particular, I think finds the balance that Five was going for in the the camp and the the intensity. There were moments of like legit, like no, no jokes, no anything. I was staring at the screen, not exactly sure how I was gonna play out. You know, you've seen the subway scene, at least part of it, on um, the trailers in the trailers. Like that scene is no joke. I was kind of like, damn, what the hell is gonna happen right now? Yeah. There's a there's, the, the bodega scene is even more intense that you see in the trailers. It's even more intense in the movie. And then I won't spoil some other scenes since, uh, Fred, you haven't seen it yet. But it was like there were there were a lot of good moments where it, I was on the edge of my seat. And then there was also like, again, without I guess spoiling it too much. The, the You want me earmuff? Yeah, because I, w- I, I want to talk about something specific. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Carmine. So the reveal of the killers at the end. So the, the, the f- when they first are being chased, and you know there's multiple killers at this point, the, my favorite scene probably in all of Scream is in this movie. And it's when the two Ghostface killers stab the shit out of Chad. Yeah, and then turn around like in unison and wipe <laughs> the glove, both. and just, just stand standing there. I mean, wipe the knife. Like such a badass. <laughs> probably the most badass scene that Ghostface has done. It was phenomenal. I was like, dude. It, you know?
2: it was. It was. It was, was so, really so, so cool. I mean, the reveal of uh,
0: Dur- the- well, what the heck is his name? Dermot Mulroney Dermot-
2: or whatever. Uh, Mulroney, the, yeah. the Dylan McDermott. Uh, I always get them confused.
0: Uh, they kind of look the same. We oh, <laughs> I mean, don't know. But th- the way he flipped kind of the switch and went from the kind of serious, I'm the serious dad grieving father thing to like a psychotic yeah. he's like laughing and he's yelling, whatever. I was like, this is amazing. This is so entertaining. And I'll be <laughs> honest,
2: like midway through, I kind of started getting the feeling that uh, Hayden Penetary's ca- character was the ghost face.
0: That would have been a very interesting twist and done well. Um
2: especially because of the way they set up like the whole previous ghost face and victims becoming killers and this and it would really lead into the the whole samantha becoming like viking killing and all this other stuff um and then when they pulled the the rug on us twice in a in a double turnaround i was like oh oh i didn't
0: see that one coming so what's funny is i so i thought she could have been um one of the ghost faces but uh I literally the scene when the roommate, the uh, horny roommate, sex positive roommate um, gets killed behind the door and then gets kind of thrown at them. I turned to the guys I was with and I was like, she's definitely one of the killers. And so and that means her dad's the killer. And he did. And I go, don't tell me. But I'm pretty sure that's what it is. No idea that, that the other guy was going to be involved, too. So, you know, I, I kind of called well, it.
2: But like, so when the reveal happened, though, that scene kind of upset me a little bit because it made absolutely no sense. Because there was there was no reason to do the whole like she's on the phone with Ghostface standing above her because there's no one else in the room to see it. They didn't know (laughs) if the neighbor could have seen it. So in reality, like there was no reason for that scene to even exist in the movie. Again, this is a slasher flick. Yeah.
0: And when when you really think about it, though, I was like, "What the hell is that?" When you really think about it, though, there's really a lot of times where like Ghostface is doing his thing, and you're kind of like, "Who are you doing this for?" You're not. It's not. No one can see what you're doing. Did you like die Yeah, exactly. No, there we go. No, I just kind I'm of right
2: unplugged. Right. That's why I got the shirt on. That's why I got the shirt um, on. But you're right. Like there, like it is. There is always like a
0: every every scream movie. There's a, a bunch of scenes where you're like, "Who are you trying to scare here?" Nobody's really paying attention but uh you know it's part of the charm of the movies i think i will
2: you know? tell you one of my problems that i have with with the scream franchise in general is mm. that and it, it, this movie kind of did it for me too, is that like these these victims like the Sidneys and the and the gales and the and the, and, and and samantha now they never learn they never learn oh, thank and thank you yeah so like, like my thing is this After Scream One, completely understand. He's killing unknowing victims. No one knows what's going on. It's the first time. You kind of go with that with Scream Five, too. Same thing, right? Like, unknowing, didn't think it was going to happen to them. She had no idea she was Billy Luminous' daughter. This, that, and the other thing. Same thing, no idea. At this point, she should be at least a purple belt in jujitsu, have taken Krav Maga, and have two guns on her at all fucking times. Like- so
0: it's funny. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I said to the people I was with that my one problem in Scream Five at least Dewey seemed to be like actively like um, like aware of how things were going to go, and then he just kind of got distracted. But in, in this movie, Gail in particular, since she's come back now, she's been in every single Scream movie, right? Gail should be a Navy SEAL by now. How? Right? The first time he got attacked. <laughs> maybe you're tra- you're traumatized and whatever fine i get it the second time at the college you're involved at this point you're like maybe i should learn some self-defense and i it's cool to see her do things like she she basically leads him to the room where her gun is she i like i like the fact that she kind of finally after all the only person ever who thought hold on one second and then just called the number back and was just like oh you're over there and she shot immediately yeah. like those moments are cool but what i want to see if it's not Gale, it should be someone else. But I want to see somebody be like, oh my god, this, the ghost face is coming, but not move. And then when they go to stab them, they basically flip them over, put them in like a chokehold, and they're just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got you, bitch. Like, I was ready for you, you know? Like, I agree with you. Like, I'm waiting to see that, because I know if I was attacked three times, like, a perfect examples in Scream 5, not to go back to that one too much, but um Nev Campbell's character makes a comment. Dewey's like, "I hope you have a gun." And she goes, "I'm Sydney Prescott. Of course I have a gun." But like, yeah, okay. Said, but how, how how do you not know you how to gun. fight? How do you not know how to like yeah. defend yourself? Because when you get <laughs> that's to what the house saying, and the, the young is... girl who's the killer is manhandling you, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? You should be dominating this girl." You know, so yeah. like, even if you got stabbed, it's like you, it's it's happened before. You should you should have you should yeah. understand what's going on. Exactly. Um, made, like, I like made a joke with, with my friends uh, that it would be funny to see like Ghostface literally kind of like like on the phone in the beginning you know someone's in the house alone and he's like oh you know look outside the boyfriend's gutted and the person on the phone goes yo you fucked up and just unlocks the door and it's like come on in and just hangs at the phone and it's just like let's go we're going we're going to toe let's do this like i would love to yeah. see that and just see him get his ass beat in the beginning of the movie. Well, so he,
2: like- and that's part of the problem that i have with like whenever they pick the ghostface killer too is that they keep picking these like children
0: yeah like they're tiny, right. they're skinny. Like there's no they're, way they're, they're, they're tiny doing they're like,
2: like that kid was not throwing Gail's boyfriend through a wall. Right,
0: right. Because it like, didn't look they, like he just kind of like tripped and fell. Even it if he like
2: stabbed he had to him the best first. Yeah, even if he stabbed him to death first, that's dead body weight. That dude weighs right. at least 250. <laughs> <It's>
0: arguably, <laughs> arguably, it's worse that he stabs him to death first. At least the, yeah. if the guy's on his feet, you can use his momentum. some to momentum. To get him going. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with it's that for sure. It's, and, and every movie does it, though, right? There hasn't been one movie, yeah. except for being yeah. Scream 2, I would say, and, and the first one, where the people who ended up being Ghostface Like look like they could actually fucking manhandle somebody like Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, scream too. You know he might be able to lift you against the wall and fucking dominate you a little bit.
2: Well, the first one too is like it's kids versus kids, right? So it's like, yeah, it makes a little sense. You know, this one was like kids versus grown ass adults, and yeah, it's just like the 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 boyfriend from across the hall. Like he's he's even wrestling with. And he's at one point. point. He's a, he's a big and dude. He, like, he's a big dude. You know, yeah. it's my man Pug. Pug's yeah. a big dude, man. He like he and he just gets his ass whooped by like a sixteen year old. <laughs> yeah, as far as we know, right? It's it's, it's the sex positive. been just a girl. A we yeah, we don't even yeah. know if it was the girl or not. Like, and like the bodega scene, you brought that up too. Like that was that one really like when they revealed the killers. I was like, hold on a second. I was like, that second dude, when he grabs Ghostface, he, if. I don't care if the guy's got a knife or not. He could have thrown him across the room. Right. That second dude was a big dude. A big old right. New Yorker. We know how they play. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like He's tossing that that 120-pound kid across the room. Like I don't I care the what same you're talking
0: t- One thing I will you know? say that I'll give this movie props and the last one because it started this trend. One thing I hate in movies in general is when someone gets stabbed. It'll be like one stabble and like they'll just get stabbed once in the stomach or in the, in the chest or whatever. Dead. They die immediately. And I'm like, well, in real life, you got to stab him like a hundred times. Like, that's not, that one stab yeah. is not going to do much. And I like in in the last two movies now, the stabbing, especially when Samantha does it, she's just like fucking just going to town on somebody's face. And I'm like, yeah. that's a lot, yeah. that's a lot better. That's a lot better. The, kill,
2: so. the kills in this were really, really good, by the way. The kills so, in this were um, really, really good.
0: I'm a fan of the of the more brutal, the better. I, I think that that's the, kind yeah. of the right way to do it. I think that, uh. In particular, my the best part about this movie, besides the fact that, like I said, they found that right balance between the vicious and the funny and all that stuff, is the opening of the movie. So you know, I was kind of tired of the whole like you know, helpless woman gets attacked and whatever. Like, okay, we get it. That's just how they all start. The the fact when in the first one, the guy, spoiler alert, there's a girl in the beginning of the movie. She's meant to meet a guy at a bar. He's kind of toying with her. He gets her, convinces her to walk down an alley. It's ghost face. He stabs her when then he pulls his mask off immediately and i was like holy shit forget the fact that it was a uh, flash from uh, spider-man i was like oh wow we know who Ghostface is immediately that's interesting and then see him you know he knows uh tara from the last movie he goes to the same school he starts talking real creepy about how she was just the more he stabbed her the more she was just meat and then she didn't feel like anything or whatever it was like really like just a new way of seeing the ghost face killer. But then to see him being tortured or being fucked with by the actual ghost face of the movie was amazing. Yeah. It's just a really good way to start the movie. and, just no, to and be like a great way to start the, the movie. Shit.
2: I thought it was so smart. So, so smart. Um, such a great way to start the movie. I I mean, listen, I really liked it. Like I said before, New York was the great backdrop for this movie. Hell yes. um, one of the best things, the most New York thing that I've seen in this movie is a bunch of people get killed, like right on the sidewalk and everybody <laughs> just kind of walks now, around and Oh, just just keeps, no matter
0: how much they're like, screaming, nobody looks up. Everyone's
2: just like, nope. It's it's like the, great, the great Andrew Schultz problem. always said is like New York's the only city you have to yeah. tell if you see something, say something.
0: Yeah, yeah. One of the best jokes. And in the bodega scene is another good example of it. Like nobody cared that she was being chased by Ghostface. She just cut yeah, the line. That's like, oh, there's a line was, here. That was the problem. Then Ghostface <laughs> walks in and then immediately the guy's like, Wait, you, you got a problem with this? And then he gets
2: killed. <laughs> but that was yeah. like, you know, that was good.
0: I do think uh, uh, they do have to make the police look a little more confident <laughs> in these movies.
2: But uh, yeah, at least in this one, I mean, my, my was, thing too uh, is involved, like so. th- that was the one thing about it being in New York that kind of bothered me a little bit was that there was all of this, all these killings going on in the middle of New York City. Right. And there's one cop assigned to it. And, you know, like in New York City, that's not flying. Like the mayor is like, yo, get everybody right. on this. Right we, we well, are not dealing giveaways. with Sam again, you know when, you,
0: when you're paying attention that's kind of one of the early giveaways that like that the cop is clearly involved you know but, yeah
2: yeah but even still like you know
0: now it sounds like I think we're shitting on the movie we're not it was a phenomenal no we're not it, phenomenal
2: this, I, mean, movie. We're nitpicking, I nitpicking. think it was <laughs> better
0: better than five <laughs> and I'm very excited for seven because this one was just that entertaining um, but I'll tell you right
2: now if 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 seven comes around and Sam's not like a legit Muay Thai fighter at this point right. like I like I'm, I'm just gonna be really upset with her like dude which which like it's I,
0: one thing to see that I, to class. <laughs> right yeah and like multiple times in this movie they act like you know we've been through this before last guy who tried this got killed so but it's like you can't do it though like you got yeah. lucky you know what I mean like you know at the end when they were surrounded and they both grab bricks and they're ready to fight like it's cool to see that but i'd rather be like show us that you've been practicing like it would have been cool but at the end of the movie they both grab a brick. They're back to back, and they're just kind of like, "All right, like if, th- if this is happening, this is happening." And then they get jumped, but they start all of a sudden. They're like, "Yeah, we've been practicing, bitch," and they start fucking him up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to see that. You know what I mean? I want the movie to end with like the hero just dominating Ghostface and kind of being like, "What do you think I was just gonna like stay the same? Like, you, you know, you attacked me once. I'm coming. I'm ready for this." You know, exactly. Like, I always I was joking that uh, it'd be funny to see, like, who would call Ghostface and fuck and fuck with him. And in my mind, like John Wick. Like, I want to see John Wick pick up the phone and Ghostface on the other side be like, hello? And John Wick be like, "Like I'm coming for you. And, John Wick, and Ghostface coming for me? Who's this? Like, you know, I don't know. I, I can't, I got to write it down. You like, him from taken. Yeah, kind of like he he calls the phone and Ghostface is like, hello? He's like, I have a particular set of skills. Ghostface is like, what? He's like, what's your you favorite
2: know? scary movie? He's a like, guy have a yeah. particular set of skills. Yeah, like, <laughs> like,
0: I would love to see that. But anyway, let's, we're going to move on to The Last of Us now. Freddy Boy. Freddie and boy, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey hey. All right, we're done with the go with the ghost face and and uh, scream talk. But uh, Carmine and I both feel that Scream Six was way- was very good, a big step up from Scream Five, worth seeing for sure. Before we get into Last of Us, Puss in Boots is available now on Peacock. Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, and it's. Excellent. I re watched it with my daughter. She loves it. I love it for other reasons. It's fucking This guy's awesome. always
2: pushing Puss Boots on us, man. It's so good. It's a dude. good movie. It, Puss in Boots is gem.
0: entertaining. Puss in Boots 1 <laughs> was very good. And again, like underrated. <laughs> People didn't watch it for whatever reason, but it's worth watching. But Puss in Boots 2, arguably, is as good as Into the Spider Verse. It's excellent. Excellent movie, especially for adults. It's really, wow. really good. Wow. I loved it so much. The second viewing was even better than the first. And I want to watch it more times. But um, let's get into the big dog. All right. The, the Last of Us finale, we are now behind a full are season. Are we saving
2: that for the end, or are we doing doing that now? No, is there something else that I missed? Shazam? Mando.
0: Oh, you know, I forgot about Mando. Oh, shit. Right, let's do Mando first. Then we'll do Last of Us. I apologize. Let me, yeah. let me switch gears here. Uh, Mandalorian episode two. What do you guys think? I mean, as a fan of Star Wars, as a fan of the lore of the Mandalor- Mandalorians, uh, this was a big episode. But I'm curious to know, as people who might not be as aware of uh, the kind of the lore behind it, what do you guys think of the episode, uh, Scythe, Since you've been out of the loop this whole time, why don't you yeah. start us off, Go ahead,
2: Scythe. Uh
1: I, it might just be me, but I feel like j- this season is really um, subpar to the previous season so far. Um, Interesting. I'm, I'm not getting the same energy, the same excitement. Uh, week to week with this like I I thought I would be I I don't I don't know what it is something about it like I'm almost waiting for something to happen that I know is eventually going to happen but I'm always like uh, in my head like disappointed that it's not happening yet maybe I I don't I really don't know what it might be but um something with this season is not clicking for me and um I'm not saying it's bad I've enjoyed both episode one and two but um, I don't know. There's some sort of disconnect between okay. the previous seasons to this one.
2: What about you, Carmine? Uh, I feel the exact opposite of Fred. I'm excited every week now. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm super angry. That I last mean, episode, That I mean, the first episode was set up for the season, right? Like, And we've kind of mm-hmm. gotten that in every yeah, other season. I think season, we all like pretty much agreed episode. on that one. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, the season two first episode wasn't like anything mind-blowing it was just set up for the season and like where we're going to be going and like this season obviously has a lot to do with mandalore and we got to mandalore and
0: fast i mean that's like yeah. i was fast, not expecting it was fast it was
2: cool to
1: see it was definitely cool to see i mean that and, was probably the, one of the coolest things the, yeah, the most ahead. exciting part for me uh is seeing bo katan being worthy of the darksaber yeah because yeah. that is the way she wielded that thing. Because if we remember from the past season, it, it's if you're basically worthy—I'm using Thor terms, I guess—but yeah. if you're worthy of the saber, it feels light as a feather. And if you're not like ready for it, it's going to be heavy as hell. And that's why Mando always kind of struggles to swing it. And then Bo Katan's throwing it around like Yoda, you know, in <laughs> the, the sequel in the prequels, so. <laughs> It clearly, was cool. I, yeah. I feel
0: like this season is building towards a showdown and not maybe in a negative way more of like a respectful duel between her and Mando because but you know by the end she wants the, the Darksaber but she wants it she has to earn it you know what I mean? she has to beat him for it I don't think she wants yeah. to kill him she clearly doesn't want to kill him but she no. will if she has to at least that's what it seems like um, but you know there's also a part of me that thinks that this season is going to build towards Mando becoming worthy and becoming the leader of the Mandalorians, which is something that he never really expected or See, wanted.
2: I was going to go with especially the same with the thing I think, at the end. I think yeah. this season is the rebirth of Mandalore as a city.
0: That's what it seems like. And I don't planned. forget, yeah, a while back, Kathleen Kennedy, I think it was, and had said that the plan for this shows, especially with Boba Fett, uh, Mando, Ahsoka, the um, the rebels, uh, you know, the the rogue squadron show. Are all basically they, they're all going to intersect at some point and have almost like a big, like, team up Avengers style um season or movie or whatever it is for Disney Plus. Um, and you can that path would make sense of Mando, it's building him to be the leader to kind of putting Mandalore back together and then maybe teaming up with everyone else to I don't know fight Grandma of Tarkin or something, not not Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh, what the hell's his name? The blue Moth guy Gideon. with the red eyes. No, uh, well, maybe Moss Gideon, but uh, Thrawn, that's what it is. Um, yeah, Thrawn. Because you know, Ahsoka's show is going to be about finding Thrawn and Ezra. Um, We're so assuming kind of bringing so. all those worlds together. So, I think they, yeah. they basically said that's what she's doing. She's I mean, we still, Thrawn, we, so.
2: yeah, we still don't know what Skeleton's Key is going to be about, and um, the right. acolyte yeah, uh, show, right? In, like, it ties in. We get, we get that show also, the acolyte show, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's another
0: one that I think is going to tie in. We don't know how, but it's going to tie in. Um,
2: yeah, I but, mean, you know, the, this the so whole far, scene of
0: Ant-Man got me so amped as a Star Wars fan. As someone who's <laughs> read tons of books and particularly really likes the whole Mandalorian lore, uh, seeing the mythosaur or mythosaur however you pronounce it, pronounce it uh, at yeah. the end there kind of open its eye and be like, who, who, "Who fucking who's disturbing me here?" I was like, "This yeah. is that is just amazing, dude." And like you said, uh, Zuplex, episode two, episode two, we got to Mandalore and we didn't just we got fly over it. I mean, we got to literally <laughs> land there and explore it and the mythosaur and like. Oh, damn man, as a Star Wars fan, I was like, I
2: can't Dude, I get I get chills. That's you know? also kind of what uh what makes me feel like they're gonna try and rebuild Mandalore and take Mandalore back, is that now Mando has seen what happened to Mandalore. Right. First right, he's seen the truth, right? and
1: maybe it's opened his eyes a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah and, so now he's really- and he found out that it's
1: breathable air, so people can exist. Yeah. Here.
0: yeah I think a big thing absolutely. too is that him seeing Bo Katan be so like uh angry at the fact that the that his his little sect of Mandalorians kind of abandoned their people and all that stuff. Like I feel like that would motivate him to try and almost like um, re re uh, what's it called? Kind of make her her faith kind of come back and bring bring the everyone together again because he's kind of seen how important his little group is to the idea of Mandalorian. So like I don't know. I feel like there's a it was a lot of setup in his first two episodes, but. Everything that David are setting up for what's going to happen the rest of the season, I'm here for. I'm so excited for it.
2: Yeah, you know. I mean, like, listen, there was a lot of setup, but think about what we got already. We already got right. space pirates, um, right. they the top outpost. This yeah, the outpost. So they're they're going to want to talk. We got we got one of the best uh, uh, in space battle scenes we've ever seen in any yes. Star Wars project. Yeah. Right. Agreed. And then episode two, we go to Mandalore. We see the mythosaur, like. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And you get to see Bo Katan, like Fred said, with the with the darksaber and everything like that. Like that's a lot in two episodes, man. Um, I'm really excited for for tomorrow to see what uh, what it brings us. So
1: I recently um listened to an interview from Favreau, and uh he said that in these first two episodes, we already saw um potential villains. Or, or bad guys that is going to be included in the skeleton, in the skeleton really? crew. Yeah. So I guess he's talking about the pirates there. That's what I would guess. Is, is the pirates are going to be involved with the skeleton crew?
0: That that's interesting. But again, like for some reason, these studios and executives can't um, kind of recreate the MCU formula, right? They just don't. They just Either they try too hard or they don't do it hard enough or it doesn't make sense or whatever. But with Mando and with these Disney Plus shows, they've so far done a good job of giving us little Easter eggs
1: that connect well, everything. Well, you know why, right? Cause, because cause it's Favreau. Another. Yeah. yeah he, like he, he started it. Almost, it. He started it almost shows MCU. you that
0: he had more to do with the success of the MCU than people might give him credit for. Oh, everyone gives Feige all the credit and everyone gives like the Russo brothers all the credit. But clearly, he's got an understanding of how it was of collect- shows. And Dave
1: Filoni, also and Favreau is a was part of it. yeah, Favreau was the start of it. Yeah, he kickstarted this whole thing. So
0: because because he's doing a great job of giving us little moments that connect <clears> the <throat> tissue of all these shows. Never makes it distracting. Never makes it like not make sense. And it, he does it in a way where when you see something from a different show, you're like you just kind of go, oh shit, that's awesome that it connects. You know what I mean? But
2: yeah, uh, yeah did, so you, did you know,
0: hear
1: what I said, uh, Zuplex?
2: Yeah, no, I heard, I you I I completely agree with Chris. It's got to be uh, the, the pirates. Yeah, um, they, they got to be the villains for Skeleton Key. We kind of knew that it was gonna have to do with pirates and stuff like that anyway. But um, right, mm-hmm. that's why I don't know if you uh, remember, but one of my one of my comics from the key list a couple months ago was a new pirate that had come in the Darth Vader book. I don't remember exactly which one it was, um, but I put that on there because I I kind of predicted that. Down the line, skeleton crew is going to have yeah. to be dealing with the space pirates and stuff. Sh-
0: shameless plug: uh, the next episode of the Key List will be coming out yeah. this week on YouTube. So if you don't, uh you don't follow our YouTube, uh, make sure you like and subscribe on the YouTube channel, and uh, keep an eye out. If you're interested in collecting comics, uh, our man Zuplex City gives you a nice rundown of where you can start for the month of March, and uh, that'll keep an eye out. That'll be coming out Friday. Um, yeah. So I just going back to Mandalorian. I'm just I you know I feel like a part of me is just I'm biased because it just looks phenomenal. It's an original character. that they great. Created yeah, for sure. And they've essentially surpassed any of the characters, any of the secondary characters, I should say, from the original trilogy as far as like the, the amount of lore that's attached to them, how important they're becoming, and just kind of uh, the mystique. I mean, we know so much yeah. about Mando, but yet he still has this aura of like, you know, just... just just badassness, if that makes sense. Way more badass than book of F- than a uh, ge- book. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm guessing the the missing excitement for on my side is I don't know the the book lore. I don't know it. Prob- I don't, that could I be. I, it. I mean, a lot of. Why I haven't, haven't read, read anything before, right. about Star Wars. I, I I've the comics, the the novels, like nothing. I I was not even just read. If
0: you watch the cartoons, too, Clone wars and, and rebels, cartoon. there's a lot of connections there. That explains yeah. a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, like right well, now the, cre- the the creature in the the Mando bath <clears throat> was I was just like, oh, there is something down there. Like, yeah, I, it didn't mean nothing to me.
0: Right. So that was introduced. I want to say that was Rebels, but even um in episode one when they're traveling at light speed and you see the light speed whales in the, in like the, yeah. uh, just outside their little cone of travel. Um, that was also introduced in i think it was the clone wars those uh creatures were introduced and it was explained that that that's kind of what's what what started light speed travel so in one whatever planet they're from some scientists were able to decipher that they were traveling when they migrated through using light speed by secreting a a certain um uh like a, like a, a fossil fuel or something like that that was then harnessed into the fuel that we that the you know, regular population uses to fuel ships to travel
1: lights. Yeah, see, I knew I knew none of that. That's right. Why are yeah. there? Why, why are there? Why are there whales just yeah. light speeding with the ship right now? Was, right, that
2: was so. so that's where,
0: it's like, you know, it's kind of like if you watch everything or read all the stuff, then you know, those are the moments that get you. What'd you just say, Zuplex? I didn't catch that.
2: I said that's where James Cameron got it from for Avatar too. We got to start hunting whales again,
0: dude. If you start, <laughs> if you, if you really look at the Avatar movies, he's stealing ideas. From every other <laughs> blockbuster I know, there. it's, amazing. it's like, amazing. The whole time. The whole time. No, Speaking but, um, of which, uh, just going uh, back yeah, Fred, to Scream 6 know? real quick. Oh, yeah. Did you on. know, Zuplex, that uh, the kid Ethan in, Z- in Scream 6 is Spider from Avatar 2? Same actor?
2: Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't even is realize that, that until, I, until I looked it up I afterwards. Right Same it. Dude. I didn't realize uh, that at all. I didn't realize <laughs> that at all. Hey, he just dis- um, disappears
0: into the roles. Give him that. <laughs> yeah, he's Give good. That.
2: He's good, that guy. Uh yeah, Fred, if you actually just watch the cartoons um cuz I, I I don't read a lot of the books. I re- I read some of the comics. Um mm-hmm. but a lot of the a lot of the information is coming from the cartoons. Um Rebels, yeah, I'm Clone like Wars
1: season season 2 in Clone Wars. That's yeah. most of the cartoons I've if, watched. If
0: you do have time, if you can get the motivation, Clone Wars in particular by very quickly becomes a more adult show than a kid show. I mean, there's always that kid element, but the some of the stuff they deal with is more meant for us, you know what I mean? And uh, specifically in the later seasons, Clone Wars, mm, it's just fucking everything yeah. you wanted from from Star
1: yeah, Wars. Yeah, I hear it ends fantastic, so good. Yeah, so, so my so biggest
2: good. problem with all the Star Wars cartoons is I hate that animation style. Mm-hmm.
1: I yeah, agree. I'm not a big fan. I'm either. not a huge
0: fan. You know, yeah, it's I'm... based off of some of the original concepts for Star Wars. So, like yeah. in Rebels, for example, the lightsaber is just a tiny little thin little thing of light, and I don't yeah. like the way that looks. But that is originally how it was Everything's boxy. To look.
1: Everything's boxy. Their noses, like, and the way just the, the
0: movement is also very like janky, which I prefer yeah. in more fluid movement. Like however. Puppets. Having said that, though, again, with the ending of Clone Wars, specifically the last scenes of Clone Wars, the last fight scene is is or uh, one of the last fight scenes is Darth Maul versus Ahsoka, and it's literally Ray Park doing the mocap against the actress yeah. who plays Ahsoka, and and That's you great. can just see the quality of the fight scene animated on Way that better. one, where Ray Park is doing the moves versus everything else is unbelievable. It's so good, and it just really kind of proves your point. What I don't that. understand the animation like is not we, that great.
2: If we have these newer animation styles, like we're seeing with like into Into the Spider Verse, and um, and uh, what's coming, what we were just talking, the Ninja Turtles, Turtles. Mutant Mayhem, right? Yeah, Um, with with these new animation styles that are coming out, right? They've never updated with any of the new cartoons from Star Wars. The animation style they've kept it from when Clone Wars first came out, which was what mid two thousands. Yeah, right? somewhere is the same thing. yeah, Bad Batch. Yeah. Bad Batch is a more style. recent. Yeah, Bad more recent uh, yeah. cartoon than all of those. I will say and that though, the, the Bad Batch doesn't style. bother me as much. Like yeah. the Bad uh, Batch
0: animation, be, be, to me, because it's not Jedi and lightsabers and force powers and all that stuff. When they're using guns and like that, it doesn't bother me as much. Um, it's, but when it's like hand to hand fighting, it definitely I, I'd prefer. Even when they're using guns when they, they
2: like when sense. they like pop up and they're like ha ha
1: bang bang. Now, like,
2: it's that weird I know the
1: I know the animation in Rebels wasn't uh, is is different, but does it work better with the the issues that you have? I think so. Or both of you have?
0: I think so. for For me, it for, it, for me, it fits the style of Rebels better. No, but I think it's just like an updated
2: version of the old one. Like,
0: yeah, but they do slow it down, and everything feels like there's a lot more weight behind it. This the swings, especially when Vader gets involved. Um, Yeah, spoiler spoiler alert, Fred, if you didn't know that by this season two, Vader is pretty heavily involved in Rebels. In Rebels with yeah. Um, really, one of the most so one of the arguments, you know, not to go on a tangent here, but one of the arguments about Vader before this new renaissance of like badass Vader was that we never saw him be like scary we never really understood why people were so scared of him in rebels i think it's the end of se- or beginning of season two there's a, a two-parter where vader basically <laughs> appears and you know he's kind of just being vader just fucking shit up and uh ezra and kanan who's his his jedi master they basically are trying to like survive because you know you're not gonna you're not gonna beat vader and does that the first time you see vader literally like he knocks ezra down ezra goes to grab his lightsaber vader force grabs it and then spins it around and just slowly is just basically going to make him cut his head off. And Kanan has to distract them by knocking down an entire building, basically. But it's one of the first times where I was like, "Yo, this is the Vader I always wanted." Like, and then yeah. you see him again later on, and it's just, just amazingly badass. You know what I mean? Like, Rebels was such a great. I mean, listen, they're all good, but Rebels for me is just some some of the best Star Wars you can see on TV. It's so phenomenal. Yeah, so Rebels so is really to good. Praise it too much. So so good. And Rebels oh. goes heavy. Heavy, heavy, heavy into the lore of Mandalorians, of the history of them, of the Force. And without using midi-chlorians and trying to make it scientific, of kind of like the lore and the deep history of the Force and how it works exactly. There's a lot of of Rebels that explains why there's a Force diode in um, The Rise of Skywalker, which is like, you know, if you don't know that, The Rise of Skywalker is even worse. Um, So there's a lot to like about uh, the Star Wars animation, for sure. And if you're a Star Wars fan, you should be watching it. It's just that good. Um, but anyway, I digress because I can go on and on about this kind of stuff. Let's talk about The Last of Us finale. I wish I could, I wish I had the theme song like tuned up right now. I could have just hit it to play the theme song. So, uh, we have a full season behind us now. The Last of Us greatest adaptation ever made 10 out of 10. 100%. Um, let's go, Scythe. Since uh, Zuplex and I went on a bunch of tangents, let's go, uh, with you first, man. What'd you think of this finale?
1: Uh, I loved it, and I hated it. And, and I didn't hate it because of acting or anything like that. I, I just wish it was much longer, 45 minutes. 100. 45 minutes was Facts. not enough time. And the fact that they started 10 minutes of the beginning of that episode on just Ellie's origin, which was interesting. However, it was too much time taken up from the actual finale of the show and we needed way more time in that hospital scene that it was just it was like bang 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 we just flew through it yeah and um yeah. that that's my biggest issue with it man uh it, w- it was cool that ellie is birthing ellie <laughs>
0: yeah right that little um, kid, that, that yeah. was a good a good surprise to have actually yeah. playing no, that was cool that was very cool it, it,
1: it was cool for her because um I I think she said in her interview after in in the after show or whatever that she cares so much about this character. She almost mothers it like it's like her baby now. Um, And and the fact that she was Ellie's mother in this is kind of fitting for her. Uh, Another tidbit was uh, spoiler alert. If you don't know who Abby is for season two, you'll find Mm -hmm. out. But um, the actress who played Abby was one of the nurses in the
2: final scene. So Um, in
1: a mask and everything. She did a little hit. They down.
2: did a really and, good job about uh, making all the voice actors. Uh, yeah. Them sure.
1: They honored them uh, in, in a great yeah, way that did not like fully impact the story. They're were, they were just great additions to what was happening.
0: So uh, um, that being said, Zuplex, uh, I saw you shaking your head down there. Uh, so what did you think of this finale?
2: So after I watched this finale, I went because I didn't finish the game, so, I went and read what the finale of the game is. Hearing people describe the finale of the game hit harder than the actual episode did for me. Wow. Those are like were- this... It, 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 honestly, it was so rushed. Um, you saw... And listen, Pedro Pascal has been amazing throughout this entire show. He's been absolutely phenomenal. But there was no hesitancy or decision-making or like any time where he was like broken up about what he was doing. It was just immediately like right into just fuck it. Like I'm going to kill all these people. Right. Which from what I understand from the ending of the game was like you playing as Joel had this ethereal experience where you're just like, I can't believe I have to kill all these people. Right now, to save Ellie or let Ellie die. Like I didn't have that. I was ready. Yeah, I, I was like, hell no, I'm killing yeah. every
1: fool, I, I was. I, mean, I
2: I didn't finish the game. I'm. I'm going off of what well, other people are. I be different.
1: Yeah, everyone has their own experience, but for for me
2: and Chris, in so someone that, that didn't play the for someone that didn't play the game, I thought the finale fell flat, very flat. Yeah. So um, all right.
0: It kind yeah, of. I, didn't, I think it did
2: too because it was rushed. It didn't connect. Yeah. It didn't connect. It was rushed when they got in the car and he's and he's telling her all these lies. I was just kind of like, this is such fucking like horseshit. Like she knows he's lying to her. Like uh, you know she's been with him long enough. She could tell his tells, right? right? And he's lying. And none of it made much sense to me in the fact of like at no point was he questioning what he was doing so
0: yeah i mean i, I said, so i will say all all jokes aside about 10 out of 10 um i but while i did love the finale i do agree with both you guys i think that 40 minutes was not enough time and we said that when we talked about this last week once we saw that
1: that the finale time, was really 30 minutes yeah yeah you're right But like, that
0: could have been a scene from an earlier episode or maybe like a they could have ended it with the scene to kind of explain her um, yeah. immunity or something. That would have been
1: a great part of Left Behind. If you're doing a full Ellie <laughs> episode, that's what they should have done 100%. That should have been in yeah. Left Behind. Oh, 100%. I think,
0: so I have a few, if we're talking about the whole the season as a whole, and uh, now we have all episodes behind us, there's a few things that I think they could have done differently for sure to really make that finale hammer home a little bit. One is I get that in the show. You know we're watching a real 50-year-old man do certain things and he's not gonna be as agile and whatever as he was in the game. However, we really didn't see the vicious side of Joel throughout the entire season. There were moments right where we saw him kind of be a little bit of a badass, but there's a difference between being a badass and being a vicious person. And he maybe said uh, to Ellie, no, but he may he said to Ellie, like last episode asked, you saw it. Yes, that's the only oh, time. Yeah, well- Ellie asked him flat out did you kill Innocence and he didn't answer and that was like a kind of a confirmation that maybe he did some things but in the game there are a lot more moments where you see him legit do things that could be kind of like oh I I don't know if that was really necessary here you didn't really see that you heard it then you see him torture those two guys and while it's a phenomenal scene and whatever you know he's doing it to save Ellie so it doesn't feel like he's really being like this kind of bad person it's more of like, no, they fucking deserve it. They're going to eat Ellie. So, yes, go go get her. I, there should have been moments where you see him. Like, for example, in episode, what was it, uh, four, when uh, with the trap with the truck. Instead of having Ellie save him from that kid or cutting away when he kills the kid, we probably should have seen it just to kind of see how cold he can be. And then yeah. this time when he's kind of like, no, I'm killing everybody in this hospital. You're not. Yeah, you're, there was no duality. Been, it would have made sense. The show. Right. And, and like, there's a visual with Joel where once he basically, you can almost see in his face that with Pedro Pascal's acting, the moment he decides I'm killing every single person in here and I'm getting Ellie back. And it's like, he just shuts down. His whole face just becomes this like just emotionless machine. And like, it's good a it's a great sequence, but I agree for what You said also we flew through that. I mean, literally, you know, he's in the hospital, he's getting Ellie within 10 minutes. I mean, that's yeah. a and one thing I didn't like about that whole scene. It, so the, it's like they were they played music and kind of muted out all the like uh, uh, horrible sounds. I don't know if that was meant to make it feel like it was a good thing what he was doing. It was a bad thing. It, it just seemed like it was almost like a dream the whole time. And yeah, the little detail of him basically never taking cover. I think he does. almost feel like a flashback. He, yeah, it's what it felt like. And the whole time he's just walking. the. It's like like almost like a serial killer, right? He's like just stalking mm. the halls and every time someone shoots they miss he turns one shot you're dead you know, yeah, you know i mean I was,
1: he, I was he was like, like it's, it's funny it's funny that you say Rambo that. mode when he should have been more stealthy and that's because where that you're, you're you're creeping around right. these corridors you're creeping around operating rooms and you're exactly. trying to weave in and out of all exactly. these arms. i 100% agree with that and like i joke and around like right, that he, he ran through like <laughs> he had turbo in it
2: right and, you know, i don't know if you're watching the show fellas what do you mean because i saw a lot of that I saw once. a lot of him using Wait, he no, there was his a gun it, once. It was, it was, no, it wasn't just reloading his gun. He was using corner tactics. He was using real live corner oh, tactics oh, oh. and everything like that. A little bit. To, it, was to, pre- it was
0: pretty much just walking. But I mean, like, listen, I'll be honest with yeah, you, I
2: mean, he used them he used them more in any other show than I've ever seen.
0: Well, because they never true. do
2: that in TV. But you like, know what to, I'm to saying? To your
0: point to your point, Scythe, you know, in the game, I joke, I joked around earlier in the season that he needs to throw a brick and distract somebody once, and then like yeah. the whole show's worth it. They never did that, not once. Nah. And this yeah. is the moment. He didn't make he one shiv, not one shiv, man, not one. Shiv. He didn't make one shiv. This is this is this was <laughs> not the episode one ball. off. We should have Nothing. seen him kind of crouch down, hiding, throw something to distract somebody, then come up and shiv him or whatever. Like we could have seen that stuff, and that I think would have landed more as like, in the badass badassness yeah. of Joel. Um, but yeah, so for me that was like it wasn't a horrible episode by any means, but I feel like. The show itself could have cut back on the backstory of Kathleen and the Hunters, could have um, maybe even removed them, if I'm being perfectly honest, keep the yeah, backstory of Sam and Henry. Yeah, you didn't really need that. And yeah. in that, that would have been a half an episode <laughs> of Joel, of Joel, Ellie, Sam and Henry kind of trying to get out of the city. And then by the end of that same episode that they're in, what happens, happens, right? And then and, and how about giving Sam, us more man? infected? Well, that was my that was my next big thing from the, just as a, as a season, right? beginning to end the first three to four episodes uh, we basically see infected we see the, the results of people being infected we see yeah. the clickers we see how quick they are how dangerous they are from that moment on we maybe hear them in the background we see one and yeah. left behind but then there's no one infected in the final two episodes and to your point zuplex as someone who played the game you get to where you think the fireflies are Infected attack. As you're trying to survive this attack, you have to go through a tunnel that's flooded. Shit happens. A bus gets dislodged. You're trying to save Ellie. All kind of, It's kind of hectic. You get knocked out. You wake up in the Firefly Hospital. They saved you from the infected. Then Joel decides I'm going to murder every single person who just saved me to go get Ellie. That's a much more kind of dramatic and intense switch. I Yeah, they just
1: casually walked in. Like And I and got I definitely I gotta like, another, I gotta the question the Fireflies so.
0: surprised them and knocked them out because... It almost makes them feel like bad guys. So when Joel yeah. decides I'm going to kill everybody, it's kind of like, all right, well, they just knocked you out and snuck up on you. So yeah,
1: go ahead. They deserve yeah. it. They're bad guys. They kidnapped you, so what does it matter? Yeah, so I, mean, I feel like they, there
0: were some weird
2: choices in, in this last couple episodes. Wait, what's up, maybe? Real quick, Marlene's in the game, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Is Marlene at the end of the... Is, it, is she in the finale in the game? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, This made absolutely no sense to me. There was no reason for Joel to take Ellie. What do you mean from the beginning of the the way this show set up Marlene and set up Ellie and like the mission that Joel has to go on to get Ellie to to the Fireflies. Right. Uh It makes it sound like Marlene wasn't going to be able to get there. But by the the by the time Joel gets there, Marlene's there. So there's absolutely no reason in this show for Joel to have taken Ellie in the first place.
0: Yeah, they no, there is. They explain it. It's called uh, show logic and video game logic. <laughs> like the game doesn't exist if that doesn't happen. So that's basically mm-hmm. all you need to know.
1: I, I yeah, mean, I, thing I get that in the game it doesn't make sense, but yeah, I no, mean, it's, it
0: is, it is really it one of thing. those things. It's Indiana Jones and the Ark of the Covenant, right? Like, if he didn't do anything, the Nazis would have found well, no, it, because... it
2: and killed themselves anyway. So, like, you know, it's because, all it's no, all basically well, the same. It, it, it's slightly different from that because. Indiana Jones is completely irrelevant in that movie. Like no matter what he does, that arc still gets open. All those Nazis still die at the same place. This is different because Joel saves Ellie, and if Joel's not there when Ellie is brought there, she gets her head cut open, and they probably cure the entire world. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Whereas, yeah. Yeah. yeah, whereas this is just like there was no reason for Marlene Team to man. set Joel up with this mission because well, she, so
0: it, it's funny just about the differences of the show and the game in the show I mean I'm sorry in the game she asked Joel basically because she's being chased by Fedra and it's kind of like a last minute thing like, like you take him well she more asked Tess than Joel but she's like you know take Ellie and I'll meet you at whatever such and such place you know I'm being chased like you know I need you to do this for me and they, you know that's kind of how it happens in the show you're right they kind of the way they set it up it's like well why, if you could have gotten it was, one, why didn't hey you I'm that would have made I more sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would have made way more sense than what happened in this show. Because in this show, she's just like, "I kind of got stabbed. Um, can you take her on this big long uh, journey that I'm not going to be able to go on?" Yeah, and then she shows up in the hospital and she's like, "Hey, Joel, think you were the only one that could have got her here." What's no, she's not because you got there, bitch. Like, what are we talking what's funny, about? What's funny though, too, <laughs> you and, got there,
0: bitch. You, <laughs> you, um, you know. Again, uh, I listen. I love the show overall, but what's funny is that. We didn't really see a reason why Joel was such a big protector. Like he didn't do a lot to protect her. You know what I mean? Like it, she did a lot
2: of the work. I mean, you saw it in the last episode, right? Like that's you know, that's where he episode, really yes. yeah, 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 that's that's really where the turn came. Where he's just like, I'm I'm gonna protect this girl. When he calls her baby girl, when he starts right, treating right. her like his daughter, you know, you, yeah. he kind of goes through a full like mental breakdown. Yeah, that whole over the episode two episodes. Was
1: like. The whole cannibal episode was the start of him protecting her. right? Because he wanted to. Yeah, that was the catalyst. Yeah, that was the catalyst.
0: right? Again, though, if we saw at least one other instance of like her being captured or something and him just basically manhandling people to get to her and protect her and save her or whatever, I think this finale would have kind of hit better. Um, And I also, again, we mentioned it before, like, it's the finale of your first season. You're getting rave ratings, and, and everyone's just praising the show. How do you not have at least one more showcase of the infected? I mean, like, you introduced a bloater, and every person out there agreed you made the best-looking bloater. It was like, accurate to the games. We we're all amped. It never comes up again. We should have seen Joel and Ellie like struggling to survive against this fucking bloater. Yeah, more, and then maybe more the Fireflies clikers. save them from it. And, and clickers then when were Joel the decides to kill everybody thing. it's like oh shit i don't know if Clickers that, were
1: but... the most terrifying thing in that game in the first game. Yeah. I mean yeah, you get to and a floater and you are just a powerhouse but you throughout the whole game the clickers were the biggest annoyance and the biggest yeah. threat and we got them once like
0: right. We got them once. Um I, like, yeah. I was going to
1: say uh the missing piece in this whole season is Fedra Fedra is such a large yeah. part of this game, where not only are you fighting infected, you're you're battling fireflies and trying to get to them and whatever. You're yeah, we talked about Fedra. That last at, week, yeah. yeah, you're fighting Fedra as you're going through these busted up cities and uh, old QZs, trying to make your way across the country. Right. And they were just a non-factor ever since episode. They pretty eight. much eliminated
2: them after the first episode.
1: Yeah, they, like they Fedra did. was completely
2: I, eliminated after the first episode.
1: I understand if you don't
0: have the budget, excuse me, for the infected, if you like, maybe they ran out of money for the makeup and all that stuff. But if you, if you have Fedra as a more consistent threat, those are people. It's just people in guns. Like you don't need that budget then. So you could have had set pieces to help them.
2: The whole Fedra angle for this for me, like was a little off too, because they didn't make them out to be that bad. You know they were doing what they could with right. what they had at the time. It wasn't like people were in like concentration camps or anything like that. It was just, it, it was just the whole world's in an apocalypse. Like it almost seems to me, right, where if you had Ellie, that like Fedra, even when they do the backstory for Ellie, when they do the the mm-hmm. the, the, the last stand or whatever. um like the Fedra guy's are just like look, it's a government job. Like you could either be shitting you know, shoveling shit in the sewers or you could be an officer, blah, blah blah blah. But if they found out that Ellie was immune and they could have created a fucking cure for this thing, like it almost seems to me that Fedra would have been like, Let's create right, the I cure and, and solve all the world's problems. Like yeah, it they, 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 they wouldn't have been like, me. No,
0: no, no, I like the way we are now. No, they would have been like, No, Yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. But so like they didn't seem. It would have been a larger like, threat
1: if they took that angle and they, they didn't do that yeah.
2: either. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like they didn't take that angle. Um, cause it, 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 it would seem to me too that if you were, if you were someone in like the fire, you'd be like, hey, let's just contact Fedra and tell them that we might have a fucking cure for this thing.
1: Yeah. I think they might want to listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they, they, they might, might want to hear
2: us out on this. Like,
1: yeah. Well, the, the, the thing with Fedra is, When you see Fedra outside of the QZs and you're on your journey, Fedra, the reason they're a threat is they're killing everything and anything that moves. Like, Yeah. Because you're either a raider, uh, you're either a firefly, which means you're a terrorist, or you're an infected. And any movement is a threat to them. So they're taking you out. So that's why they're a continuing threat as you progress in the game. And we got zero of that in this
2: whole. Yeah, season. you don't you don't Decide. see it ever. So it, it yeah. completely like it, it makes a it creates a big plot hole in the Ellie situation, right? Like the only time you hear anything bad about Fedger is when the Fireflies are talking about them, but they're kind of dick terrorists anyway. So right. like, what, what do you really know about them? And then like the one time you hear anything is when we're uh, in the Bill and Frank story, and he's like, you think the government's full of Nazis? He's like, they are all Nazis! Yeah, like, yeah. you know, um but other than the, but like, all of that, they like, no evidence of it. Yeah, they right. showed us no, you know, they showed us, this is the empire all over again. They're bad because they're bad. Right. They're we're bad told, because They're bad because we tell you, right. because we're telling you they're bad. Right? The and whole show they talent, us, you know? Yeah, they just showed us no I, I I don't know, man. Like I, I was really in for this show for the first half of it, and the second half of this show, this season, really, really dropped the ball for me. I'm not going to well, lie. I think,
0: I think we all kind of agree on that, that the first half was just phenomenal. Yes.
2: And then the second yeah. half,
0: while still being very good, didn't
2: keep that same pace. We are talking about the Last of Us uh, finale.
0: Oh, I don't even see the comment. It definitely, uh, uh, I wouldn't say dropped off completely, but it definitely, uh, uh, at least like What's the word like stagnated or, or plateaued for sure?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. For no, sure. it, it was a significant drop off for me. Um, I maybe it's because I didn't finish the first game. Uh, and I'm coming from uh, an outsider objective point of view but here. You, you, know, what you know, what's
1: interesting is we played the game, you didn't uh, up until that point. And we're pretty much aligned in our Yeah. You know, yeah. opinion. So,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, well, Chris is saying it plateaued because he's got to keep that standard 10 out of 10 bullshit that he's been spouting every week. <laughs> you know, 10. I'm saying there was a significant drop off for me. So, Ain't no shame We're not in my completely game. 10 aligned 10. here. <laughs> Considering 10, all I mean, the
1: other adaptations we've ever gotten from a video yes, game, this is yes. a ten out of ten. I will, but, I will
2: agree that this is the best video game adaptation of anything that we've ever gotten. I will a hundred percent out of that and say you're a hundred percent right about that. I think the Sony first shot himself in the foot though. Why? Is because so? now, now
1: the now the pressure is on for God of War on Amazon. The Yo, can you imagine they yeah. put
0: that up? And that's like a CG heavy show. Like that's not going to yeah. be easy you know
1: that's the pressure is on that's all i got to say
0: i do think uh, the big lesson the big takeaway from the last of us for any studio execs that are looking to do their own games uh, adaptations follow the storyline of the games don't get this mental this attitude in your head of oh well people already saw the games so they want to see something different no we want to see the games we want to see them in live action you can make little changes here and there, but the core of the game needs to be intact. I'm talking to you, Mortal Kombat and Midway and Capcom and Resident Evil and all that nonsense, like Nether Realms. I'm sorry, not Midway; they're not around anymore. You know, I, I, I really like. The, please, please let this be the renaissance of good video game adaptations. All right, I don't want to see Assassin's Creed where they basically just butcher the whole thing.
2: You know, show us the freaking games. Like, and they had a, a fantastic actor for the lead of Assassin's Creed 2, Fassbender. Actor. And they and had a great writer. I mean, they story. had everything
0: going for them, but they had some yeah. moron who was like, well, we're not just going to copy the game. We're going to do something unique. And yeah. nobody wanted to see it. So. Yep. And as off, Derby Halo.
2: said, yeah. Halo is a perfect example of all of what Halo you're talking about. Halo is, because... is the
0: best example of all examples. <laughs> the freaking... Yeah. Like you know, you I
2: know somebody on the Halo set that was like, well, "There's the season two on. of that show coming out, bro." Uh,
1: like you know, know why? Because the they want to try. They want to try to fix. <laughs> the, I hope this is wishful thinking. They want to try to fix the the. the is it
2: is it season two? The Legend of Kwan Ha. Oh god! Oh, if it is, I'm gonna lose oh. my mind. Like, honestly, yeah. dude, like, I don't know if I could, even for this show, even for our podcast, I don't know if I could sit through a whole nother season of, of Master Chief, Buttocks and Quan Ha yeah. and yeah. it's going to be tough, man. It's, gonna tough. it's, gonna, it's us, going to be tough. But Last of Us, I will agree. I will see to you guys that um, it is definitely the best comic book adaptation that, they're, that they've made so far. Derpy said, oh, no, uh, Sparta and Scythe, we should treat Zuplex with kindness and let him know the future. I don't know what you mean, Derp.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, either. I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. You're talking about Last of Us Season 2. We can't spoil it. We can't spoil it. <laughs> I will say for Zuplex, though, uh, uh, the, the the comment you made about how uh, Joel's lying to Ellie and she clearly knows he's lying, that will be a big part of what's coming.
2: Um, I mean, I'm assuming it's Joel.
0: I'm yeah, student, so. but that's a very. big I know, part I know that in the narrative? second
2: game you play as Ellie, you don't play as Joel, and I'm pretty sure right. Joel's dead at some point. Like I know that. I
1: don't know what you're talking about. But
2: yeah, like I, <laughs> I didn't see the season yet, so I don't know. I didn't. I didn't play the game.
1: So
2: I'm not sure. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, um, like no, I know. I'm just... not. I'm not like completely. The game's freaking ten years old. You don't think I've seen something having to do with this before? <laughs> Like, yeah. So spoilers, spoilers are not a thing for me anymore. Neil um, um, Neil Druckmann
1: did say that season two will feature way more infected. Yeah, so at least I mean they,
0: at the very least. What but see, what's silly to me though is that season the the second game, while obviously having a lot of infected, had a lot more people, had a lot more yeah, groups. It was more about were, the people. There were different tribes and whatever. Where, so it's like yeah, that's like that's we're, not we're, really we're the season where I need the more infected. We needed more infected. flip flopping. Yeah. yeah but you know listen. whatever just, yeah, at least they're taking a paid that they're learning yeah it is what it is
2: we'll see i mean like listen by season five when they're the full they're full-blown walking dead you know and they're just making up storylines out of out of their ass to try and like keep getting every drop out of the show that they need to um we'll we'll see what they come up with then you know
0: <sighs> I, I mean we will have we'll have this fight till till we're blue in the face i don't think yeah. it's happening I just don't. Guys are nuts. Guys are nuts. Do you guys forget how Hollywood works? (laughs) I don't think it's happening. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But that's our review for the Last of Us finale. Uh, That's our. If you listen to the whole show, Scream Six, we talked about. We talked about Mandalorian episodes one and two. Um, Talked about the Oscars. uh, We talked about the Rock basically taking a big L and not being able to handle it. Um, Gal Gadot was in Shazam, spoiled in a TV spot for some reason. They decided to put that in there. I'm wondering why anybody cares because she's, she's not even Wonder Woman in the DCU going forward. So, you know, who gives a shit? Um, Actually, we don't know if
2: she is or not. We haven't gotten yeah, any confirmation yeah. on that. I don't think yeah. so. Gunn didn't say
1: so. no, so who knows? He didn't say I yes either. Uh, uh, yeah.
0: I will say that uh, I don't really want her to be. And uh, I could care less about Wonder Woman, so let's just move on. <laughs> this is me and other people <laughs> out there that I'd rather see. So um in March, Chris,
1: really? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh,
2: but
0: yeah, I don't know. I don't know anyone cares. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not even going to go see Shazam in theaters.
2: I'm just going to go Max in a month. So yeah, yeah, I'm not super excited about Shazam. Um, yeah. Nothing about it looks you know. that great.
0: You know, it's just, and it has nothing to do with what we're going to get going forward. So, you know, what do I give a shit? There was confirmation that Apparently, the villain of some- uh, the Flash is Dark yeah. Flash. That Was a, a yes, yeah, that is confirmation,
2: uh, uh, confirmation that it is dark flash. Um, I don't know if that's really the way I want him to go, but I don't know if you can you consider it. dark I flash him, a villain, though. I mean, I want him reverse flash, flash but yeah. but I mean, you got to get the right actor. I mean, I've seen a few fan castings already that are everybody's calling for Anthony Starr to be reverse flash, and I kind of why that because idea. he
0: looks like the same guy who played him in uh reverse <laughs> flash in the Grant Custin <laughs> show, like. I mean he's a um, good actor, don't get me wrong, but like no but base, like reverse
2: flash off. is such a maniac. Like he is like Homelander. Yeah.
0: I don't know if At, Homelander yeah. can be as, flash powers. Uh, as uh I mean he he's a sinister maniac, but I uh, I guess reverse flash is more sinister, yeah. So I guess that
1: would make sense. You know yeah, who would have been a reverse flash is a friggin' genius. He's a you know who would have been a great reverse flash
0: twenty years ago? Gary Sinise. He would have been an unbelievable yeah, reverse flash.
2: Maybe. But, Gary, know, Gary Oldman would have been a better one. He would have been. Gary he still old could Man. be.
0: Gary Oldman, you know, I, he I can mean, play he's, at he's 19 old get years old. Eh, he'll yeah. find a way. He'll find a way.
2: <laughs>
0: but Anyway, thank you guys. Hanging out. I think it's been over an hour. I don't even know how much time we've been streaming for.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: we'll be back uh, actually, I think next week we'll probably take the week off because there's not a lot happening over the weekend. The week after that though, John Wick 4 is coming out. So we're going to have some shit to talk about. Um, so we'll be back with The Theater Room. Episode 79 will be the next episode. Uh, if you haven't already, like and subscribe. Join all the channels. They've been scrolling. or They're around here somewhere. Uh, G-Gen, GGE Network, I should say. Generational Game and Entertainment Network. We're on Facebook, Snapchat, Twitch, Twitter, uh, YouTube. The whole nine. And we'll see you guys next week. Keep an eye out for the key list coming on Friday. And I'll see you guys later. Peace. It was just